is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. So, some easy questions out the gate. When did you start Magic? Uh, I started Magic at the age of six. I was a six-year-old. You know, when, when, you, when you're a kid... Uh, growing up, a lot of people start learning magic. Like there's a time in your life when you are a kid where you learn a magic trick, I feel like, you know, mine was like, you know, like taking off your thumb. So that was, that was my very first magic trick that I ever learned. Um, but I was just the weird kid that kept going and going and going middle school, high school, and uh, until today. <laughs> very cool. So that's really cool. I, I learned the thumb trick. I don't remember how to do it, but I did learn the thumb trick. So that's cool to hear. Um, when did you start TikTok? Um, I actually started relatively early as a joke. Um, I started uh, February of 2019, so fairly early. I mean, this is when you know TikTok was just kind of moving out of its musically phase. It was becoming more memes and uh, starting to niche out. So pretty early. Okay, and how quick did you start to build that momentum there? Um, I started, um, you know, just doing things that weren't magic. Um, my name was Shonda's Magic, but I wasn't doing magic at all. I was just doing funny videos, meme videos. I was just kind of doing exactly what everybody else was doing. I posted my first magic video and it just exploded. It got 12, 12 million views. And I was like, wow, people, people enjoy this. And you know, after about two months, I hit a million followers and just kept going from there. That's so cool. That's really cool. Um, and so now you kind of do a mix of both, right? You'll do TikToks videos as well, like, you know, more memeable stuff as well as the magic is, um, you kind of combine the two, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, um, you know, it's where I started and uh, I, I genuinely enjoy doing both. Like I, I feel like I have a personality outside of just the magic because, you know, a lot of people know me as the magic guy. Um, but, you know, I, I have, like I said, a personality and I, I like to show that through through these skits and other comedy videos. Very interesting. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was watching your videos before. I was like, it's not I feel like it's not always because there's the magic, but there's like the other side of performance, which is like personality and delivery and stuff like that. So very cool. Um, do you, uh, so, okay. How does a magician learn new tricks? <laughs> and um, for, if, if there's any of the questions where you're like, Oh, I can't no, tell no, that, that's No, that's a great question. Um, you know, uh, when you first start, you got to learn the basics. So, you know, how to shuffle a deck of cards, simple sleight of hand, you know, moves here and there. Um, and then after that, I mean, you can take, all of these things that you've learned, like the basics, and you can kind of just mix them together to create your own effects. Um, I learn a lot through, right now, just through DVDs and old books. It's weird because you learn the most knowledge from like the old stuff. Like a, a, lot, of, a lot of these old magic books have like, just like gems in them. And so, yeah, I'm learning a lot. Um, we, we have a local magic store in LA called the Magic Apple where they um, you know sell DVDs and books and tricks and whatnot. So uh, I'm always in and out of there. That's cool. I feel like that's a good, like books and DVDs make sense too. Cause like on the internet, everybody has access to that knowledge, but the DVDs and books, you might find stuff people don't know about as often. 100%. Very cool. Now. So you kind of said you mix stuff with what you already know. Uh, I was going to ask, do you ever invent your own tricks? Is that kind of, um, I mean, a lot of the effects that you will see me do is a trick in itself that I remastered to do well on like TikTok. Um, or to do well on the Omega videos, like, you know, some tricks aren't meant, they're meant to be done in person, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so like, I'm, I'm always remastering and re reworking tricks to, um, to better accommodate what I'm doing. 
I see. And so how has that been different, like the virtual magic versus in person? Has it been difficult, easier to be a lucitory? I don't know the word. Create illusion. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a cheat, to be honest. It's way easier because um, in real life, it's misdirection. It's like, okay, I got to keep your attention here while I'm doing something sneaky somewhere else, right? That's kind of the basis of magic. But here, you know, I could be entertaining you here while my other hand is doing something else, you know, whether that's switching out something, you know, whatnot. Um, so it kind of makes it easier, ain't gonna lie. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's been good regardless, either or street or on virtual. Very cool. Do you think Omegle is a good place for aspiring magicians to practice their tricks? Um, I think definitely 100% great place to practice. But I think the biggest thing um, for magicians is like just being able to talk to someone while they're performing. Um, I think right now uh, a lot of magicians are at home and when people practice, usually, um, you know, you're just practicing in front of a mirror or to a friend. Uh, but what makes it what makes it really great is when you're online, you know, it's a completely random stranger and you can really practice your performing because outside of the trick in itself, 99 percent of it is you as a performer um, and how you sell a trick because one person can do a trick. But can you perform a trick, mm -hmm. you know? So that's kind of like the difference between it. So uh, I think Omegle has been really good. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of up and coming magicians, uh, you know, do the Omegle videos and just watching them. It's just, it's awesome to see people grow on it. Do you ever come across another magician, a magician on Omegle or? <laughs> um, it's happened a couple of times. It happened a couple of hey. times. It's weird because like, you know, there's not a lot of magicians. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of magicians uh, tend to know who I am. So they're just like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a little bit of a shock factor, but um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's awesome. And th there's a lot of um, mutual respect between all of us. Very cool. Um, so who is your favorite magician? Oh, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of um, good magicians out there. If you were to ask most magicians who your who their favorite magician is, you will not get an answer that you know. Um, like you know, th there's the similar with stand up. What's up? Sorry, I was just saying it's similar with like stand up comedy because I, I kind of I like that a lot, and it's a yeah. Similar thing. No, I uh, yeah, that that's exactly how it is. Like you know. I'm gonna guess like in stand up, like most people like know the Kevin Hart's, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe the the fluffy Gabriel Iglesias, you know. But you know, diving deeper into it. Um, but if I was to say like out of the more notable people, David Bland, I mean, he took um, this art form that was meant to be more not meant to be, but was originally on stage, you know, with a wand and a hat and you know all of these other things, and he took it to the street and he was one, one of the first people to do that. Um, I'm trying to do the same thing and taking magic that, you know, is now on the street and on stage and bringing it to, you know, the internet. So, uh, I, I really resonate with him. Like he was able to transfer, you know, transfer over to another, another platform. And so definitely David Blaine for me. Very cool. Uh, I, I also like David Blaine. Um, um, so basically has this is kind of like goes back to what we were talking about earlier with TikTok. When you kind of grew the bigger following, do you ever feel um, a is it more intimidating to post at all? Because for me, at least, when I am, you know, I'm not even close to where you're at, but when I got to like, you know, a few hundred thousand followers, I was like, damn, like now to experiment is like to have a bunch of people see me possibly from, you know, be on funny or something. Yeah. And, it makes it a little harder. And I was just wondering if that's something you experience. 
Um, 100%. I mean, there's so many aspects to it. Once you start growing a following, I mean, you, you got to think about the greater good, the, the thing, you know, who you're impacting and, um, you know, your viewership and whatnot. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't learning that and, um, you know, are feeling the repercussion, you know, cancel culture and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, for me, I I'm, I'm learning to be honest, to just start caring, caring less about it. Cause it's like, I know the content that I'm creating is just truly myself and you know, whether or not people want to reciprocate that, that's just, it's just who I am. So um, whether they like it or not, um, I'm, I'm just starting to honestly just <laughs> care less. That's sick. That's not, that's great. I, I think that's cool just because uh, a lot of our following is creators. So that's a great piece of advice for them to take with them. So um, how, uh, okay. So you do tutorials. I was watching some of your tutorials on YouTube. Um, are there, tutorials for tricks that you won't teach us 100 percent um <laughs> uh there is kind of this magician's known thing that there's these they're public tricks there are things that you can watch on youtube that you can learn there's things that you know you can read in dvds and books but there are certain tricks that are published on the internet only for magicians it's i know it sounds weird but it's like it's kind of like copyright and whatnot and you're not supposed to teach those um so a lot of the tricks you'll see on my omega videos are tricks that I will never ever teach. Um, but there are a line of tricks, I mean, that, that I will teach. And, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of magicians reach out like, why are you teaching magic? I mean, it, it goes back to the fact that like, I learned magic through watching it online, right? So I'm just trying to further out the craft. How are we not gonna do it if we're not teaching, right? Right, and you never know, like you could be inspiring the next David Blaine, you know? So. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so does it ever annoy you when people guess how you did something and are they ever right? Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it gets annoying sometimes, uh, you know, because the idea is that, Hey, I'm here to entertain you. Right. So it's like, it's, it's not really like, Hey, haha, I got you. You know, it's not like in that sense. And I never try to make it feel like that, but I mean, it, it can get annoying, but, um, uh, people definitely are right by never give them, <laughs> never give them, um, their, their accusation. You know, I, I never confirm nor deny ever. Yeah. I guess that's how it should be. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I saw, I watched your playlist live video where you were doing magic for Addison and Charlie. I mean, sorry, Dixie. And, but, before even that, there was a little a very quick clip where it looked like somebody was doing magic for you. Um, <laughs> so when that kind of thing happens, when you like, uh, you know, like, as we were talking about before with Omegle or when you come across a magician in the wild, um, do you do you teach each other the tricks you know? Is it like a thing where you're like, oh, this is how I did this? Or is it like, no, this is my trick. I don't want you doing my trick. I feel like we all have the same knowledge. Like, I think we all have the general knowledge like we don't any other magician i meet like we don't need to explain anything because we we kind of all understand you know the same unless you're like really a beginner um you know the same level of basis of how things are done um i again i think it just goes we're just goes back to mutual respect it's just we we respect each other's craft and it's it's not to us it's not even about secrets you know with magicians it's literally how you performed it um and that's how we kind of like base everything off of okay very cool um, and so the last one I have written down was just about kind of like, uh, consistency with posting and stuff to TikTok. Like do you, you, you're an everyday poster, right? 
Yes. And so do you think that, because I was actually in a, a clubhouse thing before, and one of the creators was saying, oh, it's not about consistency. It's about quality. I haven't posted in 10 days. But then you got somebody like Gary, of course, who says it's all about consistency. And so I was just kind of curious if you had some insights about that. Um, I think consistency um, overpowers um, quality. But I do believe that you need quality videos. Um, if, if you can do both, that's all, obviously the ultimate goal is if you can post you know, a bunch of quality videos. I was starting off with posting three times a day. I was really trying to, you know, grind out videos every single day. Now I'm going about one, one a day. Sometimes it will be one every other day. Um, and it, it really goes down to, to, you know, trying to create the best piece of content for, for my audience. Um, that that's my personal, I have a friend, the card guy, he's a great, uh, he's a magician as well. He does riddles. He does uh, other things and whatnot. And uh, he posts just consistently like a ton of videos. Some days he'll post 12 times, which is insane. And it works for him um, to each their own. Uh, and uh, I just think that as long as you're, you're posting what makes you happy and you're posting, you know, at least three times a week, you know, that, that's a solid basis. Very cool. I guess just any parting uh, words of advice for either magicians or just TikTok creators or creators in general uh, would be great to hear. Okay. Yeah. Just, um, just for creators in general, man, um, make sure you, you keep, keep your mental health in check, make sure you're doing what makes you happy and, uh, uh, take some time for yourself. Amazing. Sean, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. This thank is you awesome, bro. This is great. And I'd love, I'm excited to see the content that we can make from this. Cool. And thank you for following me. Uh, that was also a great ego boost. So I appreciate it. <laughs> really cool. I mean, that means a lot, man. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Let's stay in touch. And uh, yeah, if anything pops up or if anything, whatever, just uh, let me know. Any other events or whatever you 137 needs me for, um, I'd love to, uh, love to work with you. Absolutely. Cool. Nice meeting you, Sean. Talk to you later. This is 137 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 137 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.